2: Our job is not to outgain the opposing team. Our job is to outscore them. And whatever that means on a week-to-week thing, whether we have to score 15 points, whether we have to score 50 points, whatever that is, it's going to be different. There's a way to win it. It's not about the success that we might have had. It's that we didn't win the football game. And so whenever you lose that, you got to look at yourself in the mirror and say, hey, what could I have done better? And that's what I think the rest of our offense is doing, and
0: me in particular. Buffalo Bills interim offense coordinator Joe Brady there talking about well, the offense, which has been clicking in the two games that he has taken over, it's a ground- really fun answer from him. I, I, oh, I, 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 I like enjoy,
2: that. I enjoy listening to talk, listening to Joe Brady talk. Yeah. I, I, I really, I was really excited when they named him interim because, I mean, if he can do anything with the Bills like what he did with LSU in 2019, thing, I was excited when they named him
0: quarterback coach. I was That's like, fair. I was like, perfect. Yeah, if, right. if, Dor- if Dorsey hits, he leaves likely for a head coaching job. Brady would come right in. So I'm yep. like, this is just you know, this is great. a year ahead of schedule or around. Around the right time that I thought it would happen. Upgrades, people. Upgrades. Uh, We do have a developing story, though. Uh, I kind of previewed it a little bit there um, in the last segment, but if you have not seen um, WFAA, it's a news station in Dallas, Texas. uh, We're first to report that Bill's linebacker, Von Miller, has a warrant out for his arrest for domestic violence. Um, just kind of the, some of the key details there. Miller's long-term girlfriend accused him of assaulting her at their home in Dallas on Wednesday morning. A warrant has been issued for Miller's arrest, and that warrant was for a charge of assaulting a pregnant person. And in Texas, that is a third-degree felony. Uh, that's all we really know up to this point. Um, again, WFAA are the first ones to be reporting on that. I've retweeted the story on my Twitter account. If you do want to go read it, um, disaster. I, I just this these last eighteen months. Um, mm-hmm. for the Bills have been a nightmare. D- just straight up a nightmare. Um, as Bills fans, it seems like we can't ever catch a break. And now for Miller, who up to this point, and again, this is this is all very much up in the air. These are reports. I'm not name, or not saying definitively or anything like that. Um, for Miller to be what seemed like a very stand-up person. I mean, he was mm-hmm. somebody that was always a very positive person when he was talking with with Bills uh, media and stuff like that. If this is at all true, Disaster. And get him off the football team if it's true. If it's true, I just insanity how these last eighteen months have gone for Bill for the Bills team for Bills mafia. It's a nightmare.
2: It's a right. nightmare that seems to never stop. It dates back to really the beginning of last season with everything with Dawson Knox and his brother. The and shooting then, here in Buffalo. The shooting. Oh yeah, the shooting here in Buffalo, and then the the snowstorms mm-hmm. and Tamar Hamlin, and it it, it again. I'm not trying to make excuses, but like that's a lot. It's exhausting. It, it's exhausting, even as just a fan. I couldn't imagine it as a player. And mm-hmm. sure, that's not an excuse to you know lose a playoff game. It's you're a professional athlete. Go out and do your job. But at the same time, it's a lot. And this is just another thing on top of all of that. And again, like you said, we don't know if it's true. We don't know all the details yet. But it's it's not great. Yep. It's even if it's not true, it's not something you want surrounding one of your Supposed leaders, yeah, one of, yeah, someone yeah. that you want as a best, the best player you could say at the time could have been your best player on your team or best player in defense. I was to say, I, like, I think that's the big thing for me. Is Miller is considered one of the
0: Bills' leaders. Mm-hmm. He's considered one of the mature guys that the younger guys. I mean, like we just we took a call who yep. it, it, he thought his whole reason for being here was to bring up the young guys. Look what he
2: did with Greg Rousseau. Look, what yeah, he, in, look, in terms of a player, yeah, right, and look what he's done in other places throughout his career in in just helping young players get into the NFL and be great but it's insane it's, it it's just it, it it never it
0: seems like it's never stopping now that just it, bad news after bad news after bad news for Bill's mafia for the team for it's just it's it's exhausting and it's getting old it's yeah. getting really old um as of right now miller has not been arrested uh, that's kind of been one of the other notes that are going around here there's a
2: warrant out for his arrest but at the moment he has not been wfaa says that they have reached out to the office of the attorney who is believed to be representing miller um couldn't get a comment from there so there's it's really very new there's not much out there at all except for
1: i mean we
0: we, we were
2: saying this in the break though i mean the
0: alleged assault happened yesterday morning. Right, we're about it's 24 hours. I, I would say, just kind of rounding it out, we're about 24 hours from when the actual incident happened. This is very new. Uh, it's developing,
2: and just couldn't get could, could, couldn't could, I couldn't get a week away from this team. Really, <laughs> right? None of us could. Right, like this is the bye weekend. and it's like okay, cool. We can like look away from the Bills. The Sabres are playing a bunch, and the NFL is going on. And college it, it, like, football looks college super football, fun. Like there's a lot of different things going on, and nope, you know, here they are, they're back. It's, it's it's incredibly it's incredibly frustrating yeah um but yeah that's the information
0: we've got right now worn out for von miller's arrest uh in dallas for allegedly assaulting his uh long-time pregnant girlfriend um which is if, if true that is a third degree fel- if charged that is a third degree felony in the state of texas um i did want though to kind of uh, go a little bit away from the bills here and this might actually be a, a good time to do so uh, to talk a little bit about the Sabers, who Josh, you just said, are in a run here um, of a lot of games. They've had a few days off for the most part, thankfully, and now they're <laughs> back and they're back in away. And yes. they've made a lot of moves recently over the past few days, as it seems like they're kind of they've decided who is going to be on this roster. I think now for mm-hmm. for at least a majority of this year. Well, in terms
2: of in terms of like concrete players yeah like like i feel like we can see we could definitely see like guys like brandon biro yuri kulik and um isaac rosen those guys are going to be kind of like up and down here and there Mm -hmm. we might see them move a lot but but in terms of defense goaltending and offense that's pretty much top offense top six that's pretty much set um i'm pretty excited to see if rosen gets another look tonight um I was a little too, disappointed yeah. to see that Kulik went back down. Um I I wanted to see more from him. He only played one game. Um didn't really a lot like, like the Matthew
0: Savoy situation where he played right.
2: 6 minutes well, once. And Kulik also played in that 7-2 New Jersey loss. So it's not like you even got to see him in a win. Um but regardless he was here and you know maybe they just whatever. I mean, look at J.J. Paterka. They did that to him a couple years ago. They played him two games, said, hey, you're definitely not ready. Go back down, come back, and now he's one of your leading scorers. Paterka is unbelievable.
0: You know, um, Mike Shope was asking uh, Bulldog and and Paul Hamilton the other night, you know, really, what is his ceiling? Like, what do you see from him? Uh, Bulldog this year said, you know, 40 goals, 90 points kind of deal. Like, that could be his ceiling. Uh, Paul Hamilton said, you know, consistent 30-goal scorer. He looks to be that guy. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. he has.
2: He is, I think, pretty much all year. He's been one of, if not their most consistent goal scorer. And I wonder if a guy like Jack Quinn isn't hurt. Is Quinn having the same trajectory, same path of, you know, hey, he could get fifty points this year, and he could get twenty goals. Man, Like especially be... when they're playing together, yeah. because yeah. last year that's what we saw. We saw them playing with Cousins, and the three of them were great. Now Cousins is struggling a little bit, and Quinn's not there. Was Quinn the I, catalyst? I wonder, yeah, I I don't even know if necessarily if Q- Quinn was the
0: catalyst. I just wonder, and and this is on, on my fault as well. But like, just I hadn't thought the Quinn injury would hurt them as bad as it did necessarily in the line makeup. I I thought mm-hmm. okay, it's one guy, but like they're loaded at forward, they should be okay, right? To but, kind of piecemeal together, and but, and you'll have all of camp to kind of figure it out. Yeah, but you've seen like Cousins has been moved around a. Ton on right. At both the wing, at center, with different line mates and stuff like that, and I think it has really hurt his production.
2: But if you think about it too, with you know with Quinn, he was in the lineup with Cousins and Paterka for probably like eighty percent of the year last year. Yeah, I feel like they switched it around a little bit because injuries and whatnot. But that was the lineup. That was mm-hmm. those three were always together. Now this year, yes, the Sabers are quote unquote loaded at forward. They're young. They're, They're very all young. prospects. They're very young. Benson looks great, needs time. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Greenway has been improving, but I don't think he's the right fit for a guy like Dylan Cousins. Would agree. Tage Thompson, hurt. So that help, That hurts you a yeah, lot. Yeah,
0: ju- just as Tage really it felt like it was getting going.
2: Right. He got hurt. And then you can't take a guy like Casey Middlestad and put him on the wing because it doesn't really work. He's better at center. Mm-hmm. Same with Cousins. You can't move him to the wing. He's better at center. So... I I do think that that Quinn being out has been a a big reason it's why Dylan Cousins hasn't been who he was last year because he's still a Paterka, yes but that other side is just empty. Yeah. Like you can put players there but it just isn't working like how they wanted it to or how they expected it to.
0: And then again like Cousins himself was being moved around as well to right. you know to the top line at times to you know maybe tor- more towards the bottom 6 to kind of give them a jolt that's a Big problem, too, that the Sabres still have, which mm-hmm. is they don't have depth scoring, really. But even then, like if Quinn doesn't get hurt, when the top line was kind of taking its time to come up outside of Jeff Skinner, who's basically just been good all year, right? you could have hoped that that second line, or, or for the most part, that second line could have got that going because they had periods last year where it was two rookies and a 21-year-old Dylan Cousins were
2: maybe the most aggressive line in hockey. Now, on the flip side of things... You look at Casey Middlestead. He leads the team in points with 20 points. Man, he's fun. 4 goals, 16 assists in 22 games. That man is going to get paid this offseason.
0: Probably and I another. I hope
2: it's by the Sabres. Probably because, another long-term contract I would yeah, think the Sabres which, are going to which, want to give out. That's perfect. That's fine. I'm I'm happy with that. But then you look down the, you know, the roster with statistics and stuff like that. Casey's got 20 points. D'Alene has 18. Skinner has 18. Paterka 17. The next, mm-hmm. and then you have Tuck, sixteen, Thompson and Power at twelve each. The next highest is Cousins at nine. Yep. Yeah. That's that's where you're hurting. You have a guy like, let's say, you know, Zemgus Girgensons. He's only got two points, two goals, in twenty games. That was always that. But that's that was where, something. That's that where you're hurting. And
0: you, me and you were we did a sports talk Saturday for the for the first day of NHL free agency. Mm-hmm. And that was a topic that we both talked about. Of just like, why are they bringing back both Kyle Oposo and Zemgus Gergensens?
2: I got, I got it for both of them. To be honest, I, I understood like you know the leadership. They've been here forever. Gergensens is the longest tenured Saber. Okposo mm-hmm. is the second longest tenured Saber. Okposo also your captain. Yep. So it's a that was a hard spot to be in. You couldn't really say we're going to move off of both of them because then that's kind of like, are you taking away from the locker room? But mm-hmm. at the same time, hard decisions need to be made at points in a franchise's history, and that probably was one of them. Now it wasn't the hardest in the world, but that might have been one of those times where you needed to make a difficult decision and say, "All right, Zemgus Girgensons can't come back. We need yep. to we need to replace him with somebody else." Mm-hmm. And especially now with Zach Benson. I mean, Benson. I wouldn't. I did not expect Benson to stay up. Nobody I had, did. I didn't expect him to even score a goal, let alone in, like he has. Where is he? There he is. He's got 12 games played, 5 points. Mm -hmm. One goal, 4 assists. But it's not just the points. It's how he's looked on the ice. You know, you can look and say, oh, well, Victor Olofsson's got 9 points in 16 games. Yeah, but up until recently, he hasn't looked great.
0: I'd also say Benson at 18 and and with his size, which is, that's a concerning part of it. But he's Mm -hmm. maybe one of the most physical forwards. Yeah. Like, like he adds a different element that a lot of these guys just don't. And that's something as well that I think a lot of people were talking about. With that being said, Tage Thompson, I think, is absolutely taken to it. But the Sabres forwards last year really didn't do much on defense. They really didn't do much on defense.
2: especially a guy like Victor Olofsson. But again, like I said, Victor Olofsson has produced in the last seven games. He looks like someone that hey, that'd be great to he hear. He heard Twitter
0: chirping. Yeah,
2: I mean we're getting close to making a Zem, or a Olson Olson. A, a, apology for him. Like maybe, I mean maybe. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I, that might be a little too far. But um, but you no. But you're, my point right, is, is 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 these guys they they're there. Mm-hmm. They're three points out of a playoff spot. They're at five hundred. Like. It's it's the the conference is all over the place. So the, con- you-
0: the conference is all over the place. Their big thing, and we and we talked a little bit about it off air before the show today. Can you start
2: winning some games in a row? Yeah, uh, actually, you you were wrong. They have won two games in a row. Have they? Yes, they beat the Avalanche four nothing, and then they beat the Flyers five two. Ah, there we go. Okay, so they have won two games in a row, and they've also had quote unquote point streaks because they've lost in overtime a couple times, but sandwiched between two wins. But they have one
0: time this year where they have a technically a winning streak. Which is two games. Two games. Yeah. You've got to start stringing some of these games together. Now, don't get me wrong. Is it better than last November? Yeah. 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 You, you actually but, gotten points in a 10-game run.
2: But I'm not worried. I'm not so worried about the next couple months. It's It's that January-February stretch where things mm-hmm. you know they really start to stagnate and yeah. things go downhill and things disappear out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And that's what you need to see not happen this year. you need to see this consistency keep up and then improve, yeah, because they played the best team in the NHL, the New York Rangers, they outshot them thirty nine to twenty seven mm-hmm. and they rolled over them five to one. Now, you look two days before they played the New Jersey Devils and they lost seven to two. they were run off the ice it was it was awful. It was never a contest. No, they were. Sh- they had twelve shots mm-hmm. in an entire NHL game, and then the next game, they tripled that. Yeah, they they almost quadrupled that. But they four ne- times the amount of shots. And and maybe this is just like, hey, this is what
0: happens when you have a young team. Mm-hmm. They've got to find consistency. It feels like at this point we haven't even brought up this guy's name yet. It feels like they found consistency at goaltending.
2: Yes. That's that's the, other, that's the other piece.
0: has been phenomenal to start this year. A lot, honestly, he's putting out together a number of starts in a row where it looks like that Rookie of the Year month that he had last year. Mm-hmm. And now it, it seems like he he does have this more confidence. He's outright won the goalie competition. The man forced Devin Levi to Rochester. Which
2: Devin Levi kind of forced himself to Rochester. He
0: did. No, he did. He did I, look- I, I could see the Sabres if UPL was not. Under 2.8 or whatever goals against, mm-hmm. and, and well over 900 save percentage, that they go, let's keep Devin up. You're a
2: big save percentage guy. I'm a bit save percentage means everything, Josh. He, I, I had the stat pulled up here. Let me let me pull it back up. He has the, where'd it go? There we go. He's eighth best in the NHL in save percentage among goalies that have played more than seven yep. games. His his goals against though are really yeah that that's the eye popping number. Well, for and me that's the thing, with, with, specifically with UPL. That's the thing. Last year, like you said, he won that rookie of the month and everything like that. It, like yes, he was winning games. He was looking great, but it felt like it was just a roller coaster that you had your eyes shut and you didn't know what was happening next. It, it was fun at times. It was fun, but you were also terrified. He had one you game like,
0: against Vegas where he had like what fifty saves. Yeah. And he gave but, up but, like two goals. It was
2: incredible. But it was those. It was like, you're like, this is great. But like, this is when's insane. The, when's the drop off coming? Yep. Where are we going? Just look at last and, year. And and last year he played
0: 32 games. This yeah. year he's only played nine. So you know this can obviously change. But why the goals against has been such a mind boggling stat for me at least personally? Last year his goals against was 3.61. He's at right.
2: 2.54. Yeah, he's taken a goal off of that. Yeah, which is. He's also Again,
0: already has more shutouts than he's ever had in his NHL career. With one. With one. <laughs> but that's the thing. Even in great moments last year, you always kind of knew he was going to give up a goal or two. That you we were just like,
2: well, yeah, what are we doing here? I still, you knew that was going to happen. I still remember his first stint, like major stint. It mm-hmm. was every game he let up two goals and that was it. For like seven games. He let up two goals that, a game. But that but was that consistency. Was right. But you had, yeah, that you had that consistency. And as long as the team could score three, you were winning the game. And I remember this because the other goalies they had, it was just like, he only gives up
0: two. That's the guy.
2: Yeah. Because at now, least he's five. And now it's, hey, he is consistent. He's confident. He's calm, cool, and collected in the net. He's winning them games. You're Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Against the Rangers, the offense was on fire. Yes, but they you won needed big, five to one. You needed big you saves had from him, though. Four, at least four big saves. He was on SportsCenter top ten with a diving stick save. Ooh. Like, when's the last time a Sabres goaltender has been on Sports Center top ten? Damn. Ryan Miller, it's been it's been a bit. Has it been that long? It, 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 maybe there were spot moments. I well, Maybe I had one last year. But
0: actually. in term, it may have been spot moments though. But in terms of like a guy that's putting in consistent performances, mm-hmm. and then he gets kind of rewarded by a little bit of luck here. You yeah. know, the fact that his stick was right in the way of the goal we're or right. right in the way those, of the puck. You know, those it's are big. one. Of,
2: that's one of those like, you know, nine times out of ten, you don't make that save. But but you kind of make your own luck.
0: He's right. playing well. He's in the right positions. You know, I, we we were looking at the schedule a little bit here coming up. It's a it's a. Tough I would road. I would imagine he plays tonight. The Sabres yeah. do play tonight at 8 o'clock in St. Louis. So l- they're flirting with Sabres after dark, but it's not Sabres after dark.
2: Yeah, Joe, Joe and I were talking about that. Technically, every game is Sabres after dark, but, well, cause but it's winter and it gets rea- dark at 2. In reality, Sabres after dark is on its way. It's the West it's, Coast trip. It's the West Coast trip, but it's not going to be here until I think next month or even January. Yeah. Oh, I, like, well,
0: that was that was the fun thing last year is that we got Sabres after dark, like three games into the season. It comes in. I mean, kind of December. Oh.
2: Kind yeah, of December, no. actually. Yeah, December. They go to Cal. Wait. Oh, that's the NHL schedule. Oops. Yeah, it <laughs> kind like, of well, <laughs> comes in December because yeah, you get Colorado, the end of December. Vegas, and Arizona right in a run. Mm-hmm. So that's good. And then and that's just, your and then, yeah. That's your little West Coast trip. And then you go back out for another one where you'll play the Ducks, the Sharks, the, the Oilers, mm-hmm. the Flames, all those teams because you got to play all of them once. But at least right now, so you've got St. Louis tonight. Mm-hmm. Then you got a big weekend. you got a big weekend yes.
0: at Carolina on Saturday and then Sunday. You got home against Nashville, and
2: then Tuesday, Detroit at home. So here's my thought process for this: Luke in place tonight. Yep, that's I I feel we don't like... we don't we don't know yet, but that's my guess. And depending on how it goes, if he looks great, play him again on Saturday. Play I him would. against Carolina. I would because as much as Eric Comrie has improved, I just I don't like him against the Hurricanes. I I the Hurricanes are those one of those teams where all of a sudden they'll just pop eight on you and you'll be like well, wow what just happened and <laughs> and to be fair
0: the Sabers they have this issue with the Islanders too they have a
2: very difficult style or
0: a time against that sort of style
2: Yeah they already played the Hurricanes this year I think right Did they No I'm wrong never mind No they did 3-2 overtime loss That's and right that's right Yes and that was a weird game i remember because it was like you know the sabers were playing good but then they kind of fell apart and then in overtime it was your guys have been out there for three minutes and the hurricanes just got to change and they're just going to pass around in your zone until somebody's open for a one-timer yep and so lucanin has proved that he can play well against the hurricanes but i wouldn't want him to do it after let that's you know if he plays st louis and doesn't go well i wouldn't I wouldn't do that. But mm-hmm. that's, that's where this gets tricky because, like you said, you have St. Louis and you have a back-to-back, and then you have a very important game against Detroit.
0: I, to, to me, that is – and I stopped at Boston because I think they played Boston that Thursday as they well. They play Boston Thursday the, the 7th. But yes. to me, Detroit, that is the game at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. You've seen Detroit has absolutely taken that step forward, more so than you, definitively more so than Ottawa. That's the team. You've got them at home. This is continuously a frustrating thing with this team of, they can win road games, baby. They can win Win important road games. Win at home. You got to win at home, especially against big Atlantic teams like Detroit, who are in one of those wildcard spots, Tampa Bay being the other one. You got to beat them at home. And if they go on a run here, winning two of these, uh, two or three here or something like that, or splitting the weekend series, that spot could be hey, we could maybe kick Detroit out of out of a wild card spot and we overtake them. Or right. or we just we close that distance ever so more and we're like a point out in a game ahead or something like that.
2: Right now they are 5 and 6 at home this year. The Sabers? Yes. That feels right. That feels right. But that means they're also 6 and 5 on the road. Mhm. Or wait, no, that math doesn't math.
0: Real quick, I do want to give an update here um on the Von Miller situation, this is Tom Pellicero tweeting it out, and it's a statement from the Bills, so I'm just going to read it quote-for-quote uh, quote here. Uh, this morning, we were made aware of the incident involving Von Miller. We are in the process of gathering more information, and we'll have no further comment at this point. So I, the Bills have given their statement. Uh, I I, I do wonder if Von Miller's on this team by Friday.
2: Well, it, it kind of depends on how things go forward, because, I mean— this is already like moving incredibly been, quickly, right? But like we've been saying, it's also very early, and mm-hmm. you know, it's it's a tricky situation because you you don't know what's going on. There's, in, in terms of like you know, being the bills and things like that. I mean, mm-hmm. yes, yep. they're they're obviously they have their pul- their their finger on the pulse of it, the situation and everything yep. like that. But it, everything's unfolding as. The minutes pass, pretty much. this, so, I mean, this, ag- I mean again, an hour ago, we didn't even know about this. No,
0: and, and, and if and if you're just tuning in now, um, essentially a radio st- or a, a news station in Dallas, WFAA, um, tweeted out a story about in a half hour ago about that, and yep. it's essentially that Von Miller has a warrant out for his arrest, uh, in Dallas, for the uh, um, he's facing a, a arrest in domestic violence charges. Uh, it would be a third-degree felony. It is apparently his long-term girlfriend who is also pregnant, and uh, that is why it would be a third-degree felony. Um, he has not been arrested yet. It is just a warrant out for his arrest. It was in Dallas uh, where this incident did take place, and now it's kind of just waiting to see what's coming in. I mean, that's that's kind of what we're waiting for now. And now that the, the bills have released their statement as well, I just, I, 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 I just I, personally, truthfully, if I'm just going to give it one way or the other, I don't think he's on this team when they play Kansas City. I just flat out. I think he could be released as early as tomorrow, but I don't think he's on this team when they're playing Kansas City.
2: I just don't. I mean, ultimately, they have like it, it's the bye week, so there's a lot of time for things to develop here and things mm-hmm. and decisions to be made, and it's going to be a hard decision if that's if that's the choice. Yep. But it's there's time, and that's why you know you have to let this. Unfurl and develop itself, but if it is true, yeah, get him off. He's go. got to go. Yeah, but you know, everything in, in due time.
0: Yep, it, it, it's everything in due time. But it is moving. It it feels like it is moving very very quickly. uh We are going to take a quick time out here. Of course, lines are open. Eight hundred three oh five fifty. you want to jump on our kind of bill talk we were having uh in the first hour. Just kind of where we're feeling with with Sean McDermott as a coach in in terms of his strategy as a coach. Is he playing to not lose? And Can he ever kind of figure out how to play to just win the game? Or if you want to jump on our Sabres talk as well, how do you feel about the team's start to the year? They've played, what, Josh, 22 games so far this year? I think twenty 22? 22, yes. 22 games. How are we feeling up to this point? How do you feel about Devin Levi going down to Rochester? We haven't really gotten a jump into that, so I'd love to do that as well. But... And if you want to just you know, talk about whatever, you want to talk about your breakfast, I'm always willing to hear that. You can at 803. 803- didn't eat breakfast. You didn't? Neither did I. 803 0550 is the number. Zach Jones, Josh Schmidt filling in for Sal Capaccio and Joe DiBiase. This is WGR.
2: We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone
1: 15s? You spend
0: over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. <laughs>